Buckle up! It's showtime! Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Oh boy. It's growing. Bring it, go. And getting bigger every oh yeah. single Woo! day. What is going on here? America's number one outdoor radio show for over 16 years. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. All right, man, I'm in. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Let freedom ring. Let the white Let the whole world know that today is a day of reckoning. I like to stare at you when I sing. <laughs> Did you know, you know that? That is frightening. You yeah, know. Martina McBride. Oh. Uh, she's from Sharon, Kansas. Is she really? Yeah. Sharon Springs or just Sharon? No, not Sharon Springs. <laughs> no, a little further uh, east. southeast of uh, there. Uh, I think her husband's from Medicine Lodge. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's, that's a good deer place. I don't know what he does. He's probably like an accountant. <laughs> All right, so we are talking freedom bound, and that's the whole tie-in right there, boys and girls. Uh, this is America, land of the free, home of the whitetail. Oh. Brave animal. Speaking of brave animals, Speaking how about of, old Melissa Bachman? Yeah, we've got, oh, man, she is crazy. Uh, she's crazy. But first, we're going to have Richard Nance on. This guy, he's a sergeant. Uh, he's a kung fu legend. He can kill you with staring at you. <laughs> with his eyes closed, no joke. No, he's got Richard Nance from The Best Defense is going to be joining us yeah. uh, in just a second. Yeah, right after um, Melissa Bachman. No, right before Melissa Bachman. Right before Melissa Bachman. Richard Nance is going to be on in like 25 seconds. Then we're going to have Melissa Bachman. Oh, she's coming out second? Yes, with Winchester Deadly <laughs> Passion. And she's pregnant right now. She uh, is. Yeah, so she literally. And we had nothing to do with that. Literally, she said she might have to like duck out of the interview because she is that close to having the baby. Uh-oh. I'm hoping during the show she has it. And she names it like uh, Papa Jimmy. I think she's having a girl. I think that would be great. It'd be like one of those uh, cool names. Then we're going to have on Cat Daddy. He's always pregnant. Pregnant with ideas. I think the tuna tub is down. He's fishing from a kayak or something. Bucket. He's fishing from a bucket. He's catching crappie, though. He's going to be later in the show. This is a great show. We are talking. Hey, we're talking Freedom Bound on this week's show. And let's get to Uh, Richard Nance. Richard Nance. We're Freedom Bound this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's kick off a two-part interview with Richard Nance, host of The Best Defense on Outdoor Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. I pledge allegiance to the flag, the United States of America. And Richard Nance. And Richard Nance. <laughs> All right, he is the co-host of The Best Defense on Outdoor Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new. All new? All new season. He's been a sergeant for 26 years. He can't get promoted. <laughs> this man is busting fools. Mr. Rich, how's it going, buddy? Great, guys. How's it going with you? Really good. You know, the closest I ever got to being a martial arts expert is when I watch Kung Fu on television. That's no joke. That's a good start. Starting <laughs> off on the right foot there. The right barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> the right, how I prepared for this interview today, I was watching Master Ken on YouTube. And he was he was teaching me the tickle defense. You know, so when oh you when you get in there real close, you can tickle. Um I don't you probably wouldn't recommend that, right? 
You know, Master Ken is great. I, I highly recommend it. My crew for my birthday got me to do a little thing about uh, gun disarms. That's sort of one of the things that I, I focus on is weapon retention and stuff. So it was it was awesome. And uh, yeah, I always recommend Master Ken. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's really interesting. I mean, you have 26 years and you're actually still currently serving. Uh, and, and that's amazing, man. Um, in the police force, yeah, there he comes in, up for parole. Is it Northern California, basically? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, the East Bay area. Oh man, so all right, so twenty six years, you have, you have seen it all. You really have done it all. Um, but you really specialize in like hand to hand impact contact, and also like I w- I was watching a really awesome video this morning where you're using your sidearm. To, you know, kind of do hand to hand and also using your sidearm at the same time. There's a lot of moving parts there and that takes a lot of training, man. Yeah. And I mean, what you always try to do is, is boil it down to the simplest components because you want something that's simple, but you can make some of this stuff only so simple. And uh, that's why, of course, you definitely uh, need training. But a little bit about my, my background is I was a, a martial artist since I was 12 and uh, that's a long time. That's going back to. What prompted me to enter martial arts was the Karate Kid. And I'm not talking Cobra Kai, which I love, by the way. (laughs) I'm talking the Karate Kid. So uh, I've been doing that for a long time. Uh, Did that long before I became a police officer. I became a police officer, started getting more and more into firearms and the defensive use of firearms or the duty use of firearms, you could say. And then what I've kind of done over the years is I've noticed, and a lot of other uh, progressive police agencies have done this, it used to be that there was firearms instruction and there was arrest and control mm. instruction. Yeah. But now uh, agencies are realizing that it's one fight, whether it involves a firearm and then de-escalates, or sometimes uh, you may be in a confrontation that escalates to the use of your firearms. So you have to be proficient at both, but here's where a lot of people are lacking. You have to be able to integrate the empty hand tactics with the pistol, and that's something that I've found is really uh, kind of a missing component to a lot of people's training. Yeah, well, I would think that the uh, the best defense is gun control, but that's controlling it so the other guy doesn't get it, right? Absolutely. But, I mean, yeah, that in the most literal sense, right? I mean, it's, uh, for instance, if someone were to break into your home, and uh, there's so many different options, but let's say that you have a shotgun or something, and you decide that for whatever reason you have to, clear part of your house to uh, make sure this person is, is not there or whatever, confront him if, if need be. And you go around a corner with the muzzle of the, the barrel of that shotgun extending beyond you. Now that guy grabs a hold of it. Well, how many times have you practiced retaining a shotgun from someone who's trying to take it away and potentially you know harm you and your loved ones in the house? I would say for most people, it's probably nil. So uh, that's something that you, you should give some thought to. And the reason is because we don't always have great tactics. We don't always do everything right. We think that if, if there's a deadly threat, I'll just shoot him. Maybe not. Maybe you can't get to your gun, or maybe um, you get to your gun and he gets to your gun. So, yeah, you got to understand weapon retention is absolutely a critical component of, of being armed and being able to protect yourself. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Mr. Rich Nance. He is the co-host of The Best Defense. That's on Outdoor Channel, all new season, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, I, I think I'm sitting here, you know, running through 9 million scenarios in my head. And one thing that just keeps popping up, okay, is, first of all, this is a high stress. It could be a life or death moment. How much training and when does that cognitive, 
you know, affirmation, those reflexes kick in because you think, okay, I got to protect my firearm. First of all, I need to make sure that this is a situation that requires a firearm. I need to defend myself, whether it's with my fists, my elbows, my firearm. I need to watch for this. I need to watch for that. There is so much training, and that's what you specialize in. In that training process, Mr. Rich, when do you think people start for that info, all that knowledge to kick in in that moment? I mean, because let's face it, you can sit there for six weeks and train, and then you find yourself in that situation at 7-Eleven, and your mind goes blank. How long do you think it takes for that information, that knowledge to really sink in uh, to be able to put to good use? Yeah, that's a great question. One that I don't have a simple answer for, but I'll say it's a sort of a training progression. So initially you have to learn, let's say we're talking about firearms. You have to learn firearm safety. You have to learn basic marksmanship. You have to become proficient at drawing from concealment. These things that you may be asked to do in a deadly force situation. But at some point, your training has to go beyond that, and you have to have training that makes you think. Uh, what I mean by that is maybe training on a force options simulator. We've done that at the police department for years. So you're looking at a screen. It's very realistic. Things are happening on the screen, and you are forced to respond appropriately to whatever's happening. Mm. The solution may be to draw a simulated baton and strike a like a Bob uh, training dummy. Uh, Bob gets his uh, butt kicked all the time. He's a realistic looking <laughs> dude. And, yeah. He's the only one um, I can beat or, up. <laughs> or you, or you may pepper spray the screen with a simulated pepper spray and it would show an impact on the screen. All this stuff so that you're interacting and you don't know what's going to happen. If you go to the range, it's good for practicing mechanics. Yeah. You know what's going to happen, right? I mean, there's no, there's no thinking involved. So anytime you could do something through a simulator, like I mentioned, or more more uh, feasible for most people would be airsoft. Mm, yeah. Airsoft is, is a relatively inexpensive way to get some truly legitimate training. And <clears throat> when I first became a police officer, uh, cops poo-pooed on airsoft. That's kid game stuff. We use Simunitions. Simunitions is a brand of uh, marking cartridges that makes for very realistic training. But uh, many law enforcement agencies, including the one I'm at now, have went to Airsoft for a lot of the stuff because it's just kind of easier to deal with and um, and it's it's reliable and it's an effective option. So what I'm talking is not playing capture the flag. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not, yeah. Okay, let's paintball. Let's shoot each other. What I'm talking is about is um, taking some uh, training from someone who knows what they're doing, who can uh, craft scenarios in a certain way that you're leaving with valid teaching points that you're you're learning something from that uh you can learn some of this what i'm talking about from from reading magazine articles from watching shows like the best fence uh but uh but you really do have to practice the stuff um and i don't know that there's a specific time where you're going to become you know suddenly proficient but i do think that it's that uh, training progression that starts out with the mechanics of shooting and and really gets toward being able to make split second decisions under duress. And I don't know if you guys have done airsoft before, but I mean, your heart is pounding and it's, uh, I'm not saying that it's at all like a real scenario, but you'll be surprised. Even, you know, experienced cops, you, you're huffing and puffing. You don't want to get shot because it stings a little bit. Yeah. And because you don't want the embarrassment of everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You want to be successful. So there's a little bit of pressure there. Um, one thing I'll say is a little bit lacking and, and, and I'll leave it at this is, 
I think shot timers are a great way to measure uh, your ability to draw, your ability to shoot, and uh, but also keep in mind intangibles, mindset, all that stuff comes into play. And I think we do a really good job on the best defensive of showing that uh, in its entirety. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break, Richard. Can you stick around? Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Richard Nance. He is the host of the best defense on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, that's Wednesdays at 730 p.m. Eastern time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Rich, before we get to a break, you are coming back to learn more about you, uh, War Tack, also the best defense. Where can we find you online, buddy? It's uh, www.wartac.com. You bet. More Richard Dance right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, clogging up your ear tubes with a fat pile of outdoor awesome. Join the revolution now at jimandtrav.com and don't move. The craziness will continue right after these short messages. Our plans are up in the air. This is where we love to hunt. They're here. We're going to call it now. Join the Heartland Waterfowl family as they scout and hunt the epic Central and Mississippi flyways. I think we got a pretty good game plan. Every hunt is a blast. We were able to adapt and overcome and have a great hunt on this particular morning. Another perfect day in Birdland. That was good for my soul. Heartland Waterfowl. Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. on Sportsman Channel. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Freedom Bound. Now let's rejoin Richard Nance, host of the Best Defense on Outdoor Channel, Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking with Richard Nance. The best defense. What a great program on Outdoor Channel. You know, Mr. Rich, when you watch the news, you listen to the radio, it is bad news everywhere. People getting hurt, people getting shot. In my opinion, the American government and certain facets, organizations, have really neutered men in America. I mean, we've made everyone weak. And that, you know, not that we have to be hard, but in a sense, it's like no one is afraid. There's no respect. There's no nothing. Um, and, and really, we're just a civilization of cowards. And that's what other people prey upon. And really, with the training you guys teach and what you do, again, in the best defense, you're kind of helping, you know, remold and kind of take back our ground um, and manhood. It is goofy. We're running around like a bunch of clowns and we're not really taking care of business anymore. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 spitting out a lot of truth there. Uh, what I would say is when it comes to your ability to protect yourself, I mean, they call it self-defense for a reason. Uh, uh, Jeremy, uh, my co-host, Jeremy Stafford and I are both, you know, career cops. 50 over 50 years of law enforcement experience between us, mainly because he's so old. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing is, we would love to be there in your moment of need. I mean, we would love to be there. That's what cops live for, is to be there when someone is trying to victimize someone else. But the way things work is we're probably on some much less important call doing some nonsense, and that means it's going to be you for a while in charge of your own safety. And and really, when you think about it, 
you know, whether you're a man or a woman, you need to be able to protect yourself. I mean, that's where, way I, the way I was raised. Um, I remember my karate instructor would be, you want to be, you know, independent, self-sufficient, self-reliant. And it, that's stuck with me. I mean, it's, there are always people who are going to be less capable of defending themselves, right? The very young, the very old, uh, those with, uh, physical limitations. But if you're, if you're an able-bodied person, or even if you're not, if you're someone who could move around a little bit, you need to be doing what you can do to make yourself a harder target. Now, what do you think, you know, I, we've all obviously you've been in like nine bazillion fights just before breakfast this morning. OK, but <laughs> we've, we've all been in fights here. And I, I think one thing that is the toughest to deal with is fear, you know, fear of, you know, what is this guy going to do to me if I hit him first? Fear of what's going to happen next. I mean, you know, we can train all we want. Does training displace fear? How do you combat that? Yeah, that's a great point. Fear um, is something that you have to deal with regardless of your skill level. I will say that the more proficient you are, the less fearful you'll be. Mm. And that's not – sometimes maybe you should be more fearful than you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe after a few drinks, people get, you know, less fearful. But – uh <laughs> But fear is always something that you're going to have to be able to manage. One of the things that I teach is instead of focusing on things like, oh, my God, what if this guy punches me? What if I get knocked out? What if uh, this guy shoots me and I never see my kids again and all this? That's a rabbit hole that when you go down there and you let your mind take you there, your mind is not focusing on the immediate task, which is you bring an immediate stop to this person who poses that threat. So if you can, through training and through you know, study of violence, if you can get yourself to transition to you turning that fear into anger, and I'm talking about legally and morally channeled anger mm -hmm. and direct that at the suspect, that's what's going to save you. So sadly, if you're worried about getting knocked out or getting killed, it's kind of the self-fulfilling prophecy thing, because as you're worried about that, you're not focused on the immediate task, which is you making that person feel that. One of my uh, mentors, Kelly McCann, who's a former special operations Marine and just a, a resume like uh, you wouldn't believe, he, he says this perfectly. He says, your feeling, if someone attacks you, should be, how dare you? How dare you make me fight? Because I just want to go around about my business. But how dare you make me fight? And again, you're going to be scared at first channel that into that focused anger, focused rage, and do what you need to do. That's what's going to help overcome fear and help really overcome the situation. I will say, and as a police officer, I'm keenly aware of this, just because you are authorized to use force, doesn't it's not carte blanche. You have to yeah. scale your response so that you remain legal in your response. It's a uh, you know, someone pushes you, you can't, uh, you know, use your pen to gouge his eye out, knee him in the groin and uh, stomp on his head when he's on the ground, right? So you got to have to be skilled. But that's another another component of training is being able to use that rage so that you can have very effective strikes against the suspect, but it has to be, it has to be tailored to the situation. So I'll, one more thing, and I'll leave this. If you are striking, I could teach you the best strike in the world. Uh, Mike Tyson could teach you how to punch. But if you don't punch with intent on harming that person who's hmm. trying to harm you, you're just dancing. You're just playing around. You have to strike with intent 
And that is typically fear turned into anger. You know, we'll wrap up with this one last question. And you, you briefly touched on it. Um, you, you talked about matching force with force. I mean, if some guy wants to poke you in the eye, you don't shoot him in the leg. OK, it, it's yep. fun in shows, but, you know, it's it's not good. One thing I've always told my wife, I've heard a million times, I tell my daughter, I tell my kids, never leave where you are. You don't want to go to that secondary location. And in that one instance, in my opinion, you tell me if I'm wrong, that is where you fight at all costs. You don't leave that area. You don't get in a car. You, you, you fight to the death where you are. And I, you know, it never leads to anything good somewhere else, like you were saying. Do you think that is that one instance where, damn it all to hell, I'm going to make this happen here instead of somewhere else? Don't you think that's what you should do? 100%. And if you think about, if you think about being at the range and you think about, well, let's go back to the timer. You have the timer on and you're going to draw and shoot. Now imagine as you draw and shoot, someone is yelling, biting you, trying to interfere with your ability to bring your gun up to the target and stuff, how much more difficult would that be to make those shots on a target at the range? Now imagine oh, yeah. you're that person. When someone's trying to use a weapon against you, you are punching them, you're kneeing them in the groin, you're getting offline of the gun, you're screaming, you're spitting, you're punching. And then once you have them you know, momentarily stunned, Maybe you're sprinting away toward cover, and how hard would it be after that happened to you, putting yourself in the role of the bad guy, to now focus on your sights and shoot this person as they're running off? And would you even risk that in a more populated area? So oh, yeah. absolutely, you have so many things. It sounds, it sounds fake, but you have so many things going for you in that moment. And also what you have going for you in that moment is the way that you described it, you're all in. Mm-hmm. If you're all in, You'd be surprised what you're capable of doing. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Richard Nance. He is the host of The Best Defense, and his motto is, if it's choice between you and them, send flowers. Exactly. You have to watch the all-new season Wednesdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Mr. Rich, one last time. It has been so informative and incredible having you on the show. To learn more about you, WarTac, the best defense, everything you have going on, man. Uh, You're an author as well. Where can we find you on Line. Yeah, it's wartac.com. So uh, lots of stuff going there. And be sure to check out the Best Defense website. Uh, we're in, I think this is going to be episode four. So in my opinion, they've gotten a little better each time. The first one starts out basic, but I think you're going to love it. Yeah. And actually, I just got a text from him. It said, it's Richard. It's Richard. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to get to a break. Mr. Richman, God bless you. Richard! We, love you. we love you so much, buddy. Thank you so much, guys. Look forward to talking to you guys again. <laughs> you bet. Hey, stick around because coming up next is Melissa Bachman with Winchester's Deadly Passion. You know us, and we know everything about the outdoors. Connect with the revolution on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue in a moment. High tales, wild birds, untamed adventures. You can't ask for a better experience. Wild Upland is dedicated to passionate wing shooters. You're going to get spoiled up here. You're not going to see this many wild birds in other places. That's a nice bird, Jones. And their loyal canine companions. Really is all about the dog and share these experiences with him. 
Wild Upland, Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, talking freedom bound. All right, let's charge this baby up. Now, kicking off another two-parter with Melissa Bachman, host of Winchester Deadly Passion, Sundays 11.30 a.m. Eastern and Mondays 7 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Freedom Bound on this week's show. Before the break, we had Richard Nance on. And this guy, man, he can protect everybody. Yeah, he was kung fu fighting, doing all sorts of stuff. Now we got Melissa Bachman on. I'll tell you what, she could beat the crap out of Richard. Uh, She is the host of Winchester Deadly Passion. That is Sundays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time and Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Miss Melissa, you old coyote killer. How's it going? Uh, It's going great. Thank you guys for having me. I sure appreciate it. Yeah, now you're up there in, uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Is, is turkey season open yet? South Dakota. Um, yeah, actually it is. So we've already been out and it, we've had some beautiful days. We've had a couple of 80 degree days and then we've had a couple where we've had snow in between. So we've kind of had a mixed bag here. There was not enough excitement in Minnesota. She, so she <laughs> went to South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys have been getting out and doing a lot. And I noticed you've been posting uh, you and your hubby and kind of the family. Um, been doing mm-hmm. a ton of coyote hunting right now. Yeah, it has been really good. Um, you know, even last night, my husband was out and got some beautiful pictures in the northern lights. The northern lights were just crazy last night. And, you know, we don't usually see them in South Dakota, but it was really something just really, really neat. So hunting with <laughs> thermals, that's something you do a lot of, Melissa. Um, mm-hmm. When did you get into that? Um, really, when my husband um, kind of introduced me to it, I started hunting coyotes. You know, as a young kid, my my dad loved hunting coyotes, um, but we had never done any thermaling. In fact, I don't know if it was legal. You know, it wasn't until recently in Minnesota where I grew up, um, but it's just really something fun to be able to go do at night to help a lot of the ranchers with predator control. And really, you know, when they're calving this time of the year, um, they are coming into those calving yards and and it can be really helpful to ranchers in our area. And that's a, a big part of our community. So not only is it fun to get out and do, but people really, really do appreciate it. Yeah. Now, what caliber do you use primarily? Twenty-two, two fifty. Oh, really? Oh, that's a great round. That's uh, a good round. fast. And, and if you ever see any of the videos we post, I mean, it just... <laughs> It knocks them right down. It's pretty incredible. It's coming so, so fast. So. It's smoking. That was scary, Jim. <laughs> I know. Now, do you shoot suppressed <laughs> with your twenty two two fifty or not? Yes, yes. Oh, do you? It makes a big difference when you're out. Um, I pretty much shoot suppressed all the time now if possible. Um, not only for my own hearing, but, you know, if you have a cameraman with or, you know, for multiple kills, it just really does make a difference for the animals out there to not hear those shots and spook everything else. Plus, you know, if you're hunting around cattle, you're hunting around other things, that way you're not, you know, making so much noise and spooking everything as well. Well, you know, this time of the year when when uh, cows are calving and, of course, deer are coming up when they're going to start having their, their fawns, coyotes can decimate a whole population, can't they? Absolutely, they can. And, um, you know, it can make a big difference. And, uh, of course, you're never going to get rid of them, right? But we're kind of the ones to keep them in control and 
Um, it's all about management. And, you know, you see some of these states now who are trying to completely get rid of wolf hunting or, you know, reintroducing things. And, and you've got predators getting out of control with nobody hunting them. You're going to have major problems down the road. I mean, there's no question. Where I hunt in Colorado, they're trying to reintroduce, I think it's, I don't know how many breeding pairs, but I mean, the elk, the mule deer, everything's going to be affected by that. There's no question. Well, they reintroduced Sasquatch, what, about 15 years ago? <laughs> and now he's on television. So I don't know. Right. Harry and the Hendersons. Now, with Winchester Deadly Passion again, Sundays, I haven't heard that in a long time. Uh, Sundays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time and Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Sportsman Channel. What a fantastic show. You really miss Melissa. You hunt for everything. If you had to narrow down a caliber, in your opinion, and I don't know if you have a favorite brand, I'm just going to throw out Winchester. You're just yeah, just let's just say shot in the dark there. Really, <laughs> what would you say though is, in your opinion, from what you have found, the most versatile all around caliber ever? You know, it kind of depends on the person. For me, I probably shoot a 300 Win Mag more than anything else, 180 yeah. grain bullets. And the reason I like that is because I am doing a wide variety of hunts. You know, whether you're hunting moose, whether you're hunting deer, antelope, I mean, it really is something that works for everything. Um, the, the thing about a 300, though, is that I wouldn't necessarily hand that to my mom, right, or to a new hunter, um, because my mom would not be impressed if I gave her a gun with the recoil from a 300. She would not like it. She'd shoot it once and be done. So the one thing that I have found that I really like is they came out with the 6.8 Western, and that's got, you know, a lot of the same knockdown power, but it does have less recoil. And even, you know, they came out with the 350 Legend, which is a straight wall cartridge. Mm -hmm. um, it's got less recoil than a 2.2.3. So we use that a lot of times for kids or people who, who don't want, you know, who are a little more recoil sensitive. That way they can still hunt and they don't have to worry about it. And if you shoot suppressed, now you've kind of taken away the, the, the noise factor, the recoil factor, and it makes guns a little bit less scary for people who are just getting into it. But for myself personally, 300 Win Mag probably still and always will be my favorite. That is my favorite round as well. But I think, you know, when you're out there and you're hunting, I never feel the recoil. It's only when I'm at the shooting bench and I'm trying to sight in a new scope or something like that <laughs> do I actually feel the recoil. But other than that, mm -hmm. I mean, you're touching off one, maybe two rounds at even shooting a moose. And uh, you never feel it because of the adrenaline that's going in anyhow. The only bad part is that sometimes people who are a little more afraid of it, they've shot it at the range and they know it's coming. So, you know, they're not going to shoot it well because they're almost bracing for it. That's where you can run into an issue. Um, but, it, you know, if you shoot, shoot enough, you'll be in just fine shape. It's just... I would never want to give someone who would be slightly afraid. I don't want to surprise them in the field. You know, even with turkey hunting, um, we love going out and I shoot three and a half inch, um, five shot most of the time, but I'm not going to give that to our little girl and say, here you go. You won't notice when you shoot a turkey. Everyone's going to probably feel that 12 gauge when you shoot. So it's just being aware. And, you know, last year we used a 410. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty amazing to see how, how much fun that can be kind of brings up the challenge. And I shot it and it was like the littlest pop you ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Now, isn't that uh, when your your boy Jax was three, he took his mm -hmm. first turkey, correct? And that was with the 410? Yes, that is correct. In fact, we ordered, um, I was looking all over for an old Winchester 410 
And I was having a hard time finding one, and I actually found one online on GunBroker. Oh. And a guy had it in his state for like 30 years. And I bought it from him, and he said, I don't even know if it shoots because I can't find any ammo, but best of luck. <laughs> and so we got it, and it was a little too long. So my husband and I went to the lumberyard, got a saw, sawed it down <laughs> so it would fit him. And we actually measured it to one of his toy guns, so that way we could have it, you know, the exact right length. And it worked amazing. And he went out, he shot it, and, you know, we're just shooting 410 loads. We're not shooting anything fancy. We're not trying to shoot past 20 yards with it. Mm -hmm. um, we put our decoys in nice and close, and we just knew that if the birds hang up anything past 20, not taking the shot. And it really did the trick. He he shot a turkey with it, did an amazing job. And then I actually took it later and shot a turkey as well just for fun, you know, and it, it worked phenomenal. So it really is kind of a, a nice thing to have in our family and a a perfect first gun for kids when they go out turkey hunting. Yeah. Hey, Melissa, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Absolutely. All right. Hey, we're talking with Melissa Bachman. She's the host of Winchester Diddley Passion, Mondays at 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. You can also get it Sundays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, Miss Melissa, before we get to a break to learn more about you, Winchester Deadly Passion, everything you have going on, where can we find you online? You can go to MelissaBachman.com. That's easy enough. That's what you got to do. All right, part two with... Melissa Bachman, right after this. If you're not into posting selfies or pictures of your dinner, there is one cool thing you can still do with your smartphone. Joining the revolution at JimandTrav.com. It's all about the outdoors. Check out show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, cooking with Mrs. Bunny, and tons of expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. Log on now, JimandTrav.com. On Tuesday nights, we honor our hunting heritage. Now we talking, now we talking. With special hunts from around the globe and a lineup of avid outdoorsmen. I said something crazy could happen in 20 minutes. Well, I just did. Who make big game dreams come true and keep our traditions alive. Good old-fashioned hunting action that will inspire the next generation. Big Game Tuesdays begins at 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Elite Archery on Sportsman Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. We're back. The revolution with Jim and Trav is freedom-bound on today's broadcast. Now, let's get back to Melissa Bachman, host of Winchester Deadly Passion, Sundays 11.30 a.m. Eastern and Mondays 7 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Freedom Bound on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Melissa Bachman talking about coyote hunting. But I got to tell you, this time of the year, Melissa, uh, you've got ticks out there the size of Filipino busboys. What do you do about that? About the ticks? Well, that is something I absolutely hate. Um, oh, me I've too. never been a fan of them. Like, I can get by with most things. Snakes don't bother me. Spiders don't bother me. Ticks and leeches both are things I never cared for. Especially as a kid, we'd go swimming in the river and you'd get leeches on your feet and we'd have to bring salt shakers along to get them off, right? And just ticks too, they're just an invasion of your space. Um, so I've always been trying to find ways to keep them away. And not only just for the grossness factor, but I mean, they carry so many diseases. You hear more and more people coming up with some really bad illnesses because of ticks. So we started spraying all our clothes down with permethrin. 
Um, and that really seems to do a good job. It lasts for, you know, 40 days. Um, I work with a company called Ranger Ready that makes them. And you just put it on your clothes, you put it on your socks, and you can just, I think it goes to five washes, and it keeps those ticks off of you. And it really does make a big difference. And, you know, sometimes I used to try to use DEET, but I actually had all the paint. It literally ate the paint off my camera. That oh, jeez, really? So, yeah, I have a camera with uh, where you put your hand, all the paint is gone because of the DEET that I had on my hands. And I started thinking, you know, maybe that's not the best thing to be putting on my skin. So this company actually made a, a product that's called Picaridin, and it's, it comes from the black pepper plant. So it's a natural type thing that naturally keeps bugs away. And so we kind of use both of those and it really has made a big difference. But when you're taking your family and, and you're out as much as we are, you've got to find a way to keep those ticks and bugs at bay. Yeah, start slipping some of your buddies some uh, blood thinners. You know, maybe <laughs> that'll attract <laughs> and you can avoid everything. What's really neat, Melissa, you're recognized this year with the Winchester Legend Award. Oh, um, you know, for your incredible work as an ambassador, as an amazing hunter, uh, as a mentor, as a lady, as a lady. Uh, yeah, uh, people didn't know watching all these years. Yeah, she is a lady. <laughs> um, but no, I mean that <laughs> is the outfit. That is one hell of an accomplishment. It really, you know, it was one of those things I had no idea it was coming, and it was. I literally about made me pass out when they said my name because. You know, it was an event I've been to year after year. Um, I've seen some just incredible people receive the award, but I think I was the fourth person ever to get it. So I really had no idea. And they started playing the video, and they had asked me for some things, and I literally just thought maybe nobody else turned in any footage because it was just all my stuff so far. And I thought, well, maybe they're going to feature each person. And then it kind of went to a black screen and said the Winchester Legend recipient, and I I couldn't even believe it. You know, it's just one of those things that you've been working for so long, so hard, you don't really expect anything like that. But it was quite an honor to receive something like that from from a company like Winchester, you know. Yeah, now you didn't just fall out of a truck and get your own show. When you first started <laughs> off, I mean, what did you have to do? Did you intern? Did What did you do? It might have been easier just to fall off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> a lot less bumps and bruises, probably. <laughs> I think that would have been the way to do it. No, you know, I really, that was always my goal. But, you know, even in high school, um, it's not something when you go to careers day that you can tell people, this is what I want to do. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, but that was always kind of my plan. I went to college. I got a double major. And I started looking for a job after graduating. And nobody had hired me. Um, so I ended up working for free. I drove 150 miles a day each day to work for free as an oh. intern at the North American Hunting Club. And that was not ideal because then I had to work at night to pay for my gas. <laughs> so it was a lot of work. Um, I wish they could have at least thrown me a couple of gas checks along the way. <laughs> um, and you don't just get to walk into a place and say, hey, I want to be a, a chief hunting host, right? Nobody cares because people who already have those positions aren't going to give them up easily. Uh, so I actually was a cameraman and an editor and Honestly, that probably helped me more than anything because as soon as I decided that I kind of had enough things going to get my own show, I was able to do every part of the television side. Mm. And still to this day, I mean, I still film, I edit, I do all the sales, I do all, you know, all sorts of things. And of course, now that I've done it longer, I have people that are experts in the field that can help me in certain areas so I'm not so overwhelmed. 
But I think it was probably the best thing that could have happened because when you learn every aspect to it, then you don't need somebody bankrolling you. You know, you literally can just put in your hard work and your effort to make it happen. Now, if the let's say you, you tried your best and the hunting you know realm didn't work out for you, what was your fallback plan? Like, what were you thinking of possibly pursuing if this didn't work out? Well, originally, because to be like on the sports sidelines or be an anesthesiologist. Oh, um, really? Uh, <laughs> the old medical school ship has failed. That's um, what so you did I'm with that moose, wasn't it? Never go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, we were going to work on saving people. Now I'm going to shoot animals. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's a logical. Yeah, that was the two options, and I put all the chips in one. So I <laughs> yeah. said, this is the way it's going to go. And believe me, there were times in those first years that I thought, you know, I think the route of being an anesthesiologist might have gone a little bit better <laughs> when you looked at your bank account and everything's in the red, and you're like, hmm, not sure how we're going to make it this month, but we'll do our best. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad this side worked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Now, when you first started off, you're kind of like a lone wolf. And Winchester Deadly Passion has completely changed, Miss Melissa. You know, now it's you and your husband and your entire family. Was that change hard for you? Or was no. it? No, no. It was something that you really <laughs> wanted? Because, you know, a lot of people yeah. would have a hard time with that. Yeah. You know, and for me, I, I think part of it's because. I never did this because I wanted to be on television or see myself or have anyone know who I am. I did it because of my pure love for hunting. And if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd be doing the exact same thing, maybe without a camera, but <laughs> I would be doing the same thing. Um, so I think part of it is it was the most natural progression um, because it's fine when you're out doing everything by yourself, but it also gets to the point where you are always by yourself. You know, I ended up getting pork chop and she started coming on hunts with me. <laughs> yeah. And then just keep building it up. But I think that that's really important. I think people can relate to that, you know, um, where they can see, okay, you know, I've got a family and, you know, you took a three-year-old out. Maybe their three-year-olds aren't ready. That I would never suggest that anyone, you know, do one way or another. But the idea is there. Bring them along. Get them, get them to partake in the hunt and, and spend that time together as a family, you'll never regret it. And that's the best way to get people hooked, in my opinion, is to start them early. If you wait till they're 12, 14 years old, a lot of times they're already interested in other things and they might not have any interest in hunting. And the last thing you want to do is push them. So by kind of getting that seed planted early, I think it's really important for everyone to to realize how powerful that is. You bet. Hey, those are words to live by. We got to leave it right there, Melissa. We've been talking with Melissa Bachman. She is the host of Winchester Deadly Passion, Mondays at 7 o'clock Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. You can also get it Sundays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Miss Melissa, again, where can we find you online? Socials, upcoming uh, hunts, episodes where we can see you in person. Where can we find you online? Go to melissabachman.com and it has all the info right there. Yeah, we'll see you after the baby. That's right. <laughs> all right, Cat Daddy, he's coming up next. Thank you so much, Miss Melissa. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. If you've ever manscaped with a hunting knife, <gasps> you're in the right place. Connect with the boys on social media and always at jimandtrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after these important messages. 
Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our catfishing guru, the proprietor of the bean hole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We are talking on this week's show, All Outdoors. Is that what we're talking about? No, Freedom Bound. The freest guy I know of is old Cat Daddy. Yeah, Melissa Bachman was before the break. She was. She was She's before the break. girl. You know, during the break, she actually had her baby. She did. She did have her baby. So there you got it. Got to go online and check it out. But speaking of baby. What did he, she have? He grows. A, she had a baby. I don't know. <laughs> it's a human being. Um, being what? It's either man or female. <laughs> Man, I'm smart. Man <laughs> it's man or female. Speaking of someone that transcends all sexes, that's Cat Daddy. He's a gardener. He's a fisherman. He is your best friend and your protector. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Well, let's just say there's female and male crappie. <laughs> oh, are we going for the crappie? Yeah, we've been hitting them hard, too, boys. I've been borrowing my buddy's little little dinghy boat. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, we've been getting out being the tuna tub still down. Mm. But uh, we've been knocking the heck out of them crappie, man. Now, the thing is, has the water warmed up enough to uh, get them to school or what? Oh, yeah. The cold fronts, you know, kept coming in about every other two or three days for a week. It kept shoving them further out and further out. Now they're up, up, up to the bank or in shallow water around the hedgerows, you know, and stuff. You fish right in the brush with a bobber and a good old manner. And, boy, I mean, you can just fill your bucket full of crappie. Mm. Let me tell you guys something. You know, uh, while you're out there fishing for crappie and you're catching me and think you're doing good, hang you a couple limb lines in the old hedgerows in about two and a half, three foot of water. And for bait, well, what do you know? A big old crappie will work just fine. Mm, wow, really? Get crappie on there just about two, three inches underneath the water. He'll bust around. I'm telling you, them flatheads are in there now eating them crappies, eating them eggs up. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for Cat Daddy to invite us down for fish fry. That's right. He says, you bring your own paddle, Jimbo? Yeah, and fish. Yeah, you, you <laughs> could do it. Now, Cat Daddy, do you have any? I know the tuna tub is down. She got covid uh, she's going through a rough spell right now. Do you have any openings? Respirator. Are you taking anybody out right now? Yeah, we're, we're taking a few out right now. But, you know, uh, there's not, you know, like like a lot of room in this boat, so I can only handle probably one or two people. You could advertise what you're doing now. It's an intimate fishing setting. <laughs> <laughs> a one-on-one with the cat man himself. You could talk gardening. All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Com. That's right. All right, Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Freedom ain't free, boys. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com.
Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found out that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Great show this week. Man old uh, Richard Nance. Also, Melissa Bachman, Winchester's Deadly Passion and... The Deadly Passion of Catfishing. Cat Daddy. Daddy. We will return it next week, won't we? Yeah, we're going to have Steve Panaz on with Lake Commandos. Also, uh, Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasoning, and Mitch Petrie. All right, God bless you boys and girls and United States of America. We love you so much. Mm-hmm.